Hello and welcome to TechCast, a podcast by Tech Toms. Stay with us to learn about the best news from this week, starting out with the coming iOS 12.3 beta that came out with um, tvOS 12.3, new TV app introduced, watchOS, macOS, and more updates from Apple. Almost all Macs have been affected by the new zombie load Intel chip vulnerability and the company also included a patch in macOS 10.14.5. Also, Android Q features new privacy controls and Apple also released a new developer beta ahead of Apple Card launch. Stay with us to learn the best ones. So here we are again with uh, the most important stories of the week. Starting out with Apple first release of iOS 12.3 and tvOS 12.3 with new TV app, watchOS 5.2.1 and macOS 10.14.5 are now available. Have you ever been waiting for the public release of iOS 12.3? If so, today was your day. Apple has released iOS 12.3 to everyone after six developer betas. In addition to 12.3 iOS, Apple today is also releasing watchOS 5.2.1, macOS and tvOS. The third generation Apple TV 3 is also getting a new 7.3 software version. Headlining today's releases is the new TV application on iOS 12.3 tvOS 12.3 and Apple TV software 7.3. The new TV app includes Apple TV channels, a feature that simplifies streaming video subscription services by bringing them all into a single app. The billing is handled by Apple and all the content is hosted by Apple and viewed in the TV application itself. At launch, Apple TV channels supports the likes of HBO, Showtime, Stars, Cinemax, Epics, Smithsonian, Acorn TV, and more. As time progresses, we can expect more services to be added. Most of the services include free trial periods as well. HBO specifically is unique because it includes support for downloading content offline. Other changes in the new TV application include a refreshed interface with a focus on curation and personalized recommendations, as well as a new dedicated kids section with hand-picked content safe for viewers of all ages. iOS 12.3 also features bug fixes and improvements for Apple News+, Plus, Apple Music, Apple TV Remote, AirPlay 2, CarPlay, and more. In conjunction to, with today's update, Samsung has also debuted the TV application and AirPlay 2 support on compatible smart televisions. In addition to iOS 12.3 and the Apple TV updates, 
Apple today is also releasing watchOS 5.2.1. That update will, f- will further expand the ECG and irregular heartbeat notifications of Apple Watch to Poland, Slovakia, the Czech Republic, Croatia and Iceland. Apple has also released HomePod OS 12.3 today, which includes support for joining some types of enterprise networks that require unique credentials. Lastly, Apple is releasing macOS 10.14.5, which focuses primarily on bug fixes and performance improvements. The Mac won't gain its own TV application until later this year with macOS 10.15. With these releases now out in the open, attention will now shift to iOS 13, watchOS 6, tvOS 13, and macOS 10.15. Apple will officially unveil each of those updates at WWDC in just a few weeks. The all-new Apple TV app, which brings together all the ways to watch TV into one app, is available starting today in over 100 countries across iPhone, iPad, Apple TV and select Samsung Smart TVs. With the free iOS 12.3 and tvOS 12.3 software update, Customers around the world can now subscribe to Apple TV channels within the Apple TV app, paying for only the ones they want, and watch on demand directly in the app. In the US, Apple TV channels include popular services such as HBO, Stars, Showtime, Smithsonian Channel, Epics, Tastemade, and new services like MTV Hits, with more to be added over time around the world. Through family sharing, up to six family members can share subscriptions to Apple TV channels using just their Apple ID and password. Subscribers can watch and download shows and movies both online and offline, making the Apple TV app the first and only place where HBO subscribers can download movies and shows such as Game of Thrones for offline viewing. Also starting today, users worldwide can enjoy personalized recommendations of shows and movies from more than 150 video apps and streaming services and over 100,000 iTunes movies and TV shows including the largest connection collection of 4K HDR titles available to browse, buy or rent, all within the new Apple TV app. The Watch Now section features apps next where users can quickly find and watch their favorites with activities synced across devices as well as explore expertly curated collections based on a secure and comprehensive understanding of users' viewing interests. Customers can, only, can also enjoy a new dedicated kids section highlighting editorially handpicked shows and movies for kids of all ages, alongside the breakthrough sports section that makes it easy to find games and receive notifications about favorite teams and leagues. Additionally, customers can find their purchased movies and shows from iTunes in the redesigned library tab, now organized by recently added, downloaded, genres and more. The availability is that the all-new Apple TV app is available today for iPhone, iPad, and Apple TV customers in over 100 countries with iOS 12.3 and tvOS 12.3 and will be available on Mac this fall. 
Starting today, the Apple TV app offering Apple TV channels and iTunes movies and TV shows will also be available on all 2019 Samsung Smart TVs and select 2018 models. Also starting today, customers with AirPlay 2 enabled Samsung Smart TVs can effortlessly play videos and other content from the iPhone, iPad or Mac directly to their Smart TVs. Customers must update to iOS 12.3 or macOS to play or mirror to AirPlay 2 enabled Smart TVs. Customers with eligible Vizio, LG and Sony Smart TVs will be able to join AirPlay 2 and HomeKit later this year. This fall, Apple TV Plus, Apple's original video subscription service will be available in the Apple TV app. Moving on to the Android Q features new privacy controls. We don't yet know how the Android Q will stand for, but we know there are a lot of changes in the system to ensure our privacy when we are on our phones. These aren't the most anticipated by user features that manage to get all the press and win hearts and minds or anything like that, but still there are useful features that are the most important changes to Android in recent memory. We use our phones every day and we must have a backup in order to browse safely into the data we are using. We don't have every detail about the upcoming update release of Android Q, but here are the important changes when it comes to keeping your private information private. On device learning, Android Q brings a huge change in how AI in apps like Google Assistant operates. Faster processors and advancements in the code can help you operating from your personal phone and not your cloud. That means results deliver faster and there's no information like voice recordings and data sent anywhere. As the assistant advances and AI gets smarter and smarter over the years, this can be proven important on our privacy. New permissions for device ID. Starting with Android Q, a developer has to ask for special permission to have access to your phone's serial number and iMEI. Those are permanently attached to the device, so using them to track a user has been a problem in the past. These new permissions mean you'll know if an app developer wants to know these non-restable device identifiers before they can read them. No more ranked contacts. Android Q will stop ranking your contacts. Previously, the people in your address book were ranked by the number of times you interacted with them. Having your frequently contact people at the top made the sharing menu a lot better, but also gave data about who you talk to and how often developers as a side effect. An app developer doesn't need to know who you contact the most, and access the contacts no longer includes any data that might give telltale clues here. Restricted clipboard access. Android apps no longer have access to the system's clipboard unless they're running and on the screen while the phone display is on. That means the phone is in your hands and you presumably know what app you're looking at and what it can do. The, the exception to this rule is an app that the default input method editor, usually that means your keyboard app It can still monitor the clipboard you saw your Reddit and paste in something like a password. 
when you pull it up or make word predictions so you don't have to type everything. MAC address randomization. Your MAC address, a hardware identification number that uniquely identifies devices on every network, could be randomized in specific instances. Since Android Marshmallow with Android Q, it's on by default all the time for all communication. Previously, MAC addresses were only randomized when your phone was broadcasting or scanning for Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connections. Your MAC address can be tracked and that ties data collected to you. Randomizing it means malicious website won't be able to build a profile on your web habits. Before Android Q network connection data was easily obtainable through the, the file system in the PROCnet folder, that's been re removed completely, so usage information, network connection information and other data about the hardware in your phone is no longer available through the file system. Developers with a, with a need to know your network connection details will have a new app and permissions to access it, meaning you'll know before it gets handed out. Your location data has a new permission system in Android Q and you'll notice in the first time you're prompted to a low access. You can now grant access to location all the times or only when an app is in focus and running. This prevents apps from pinging your location whenever the developers want them to and gives you more control and more peace of your mind. You also have the option to auto-delete your location history along with other data every 3 or 6 months if you like. That's nice. Android has always have been portrayed as playing fast and loose when it comes to users' personal details. Sometimes those criticisms were 100% valid. These changes help make Android safer and better for 2 billion people like you and me who use it every day. Those are the kinds of features we love. Personally, I'm super excited to be able to provide the location data when I want it. About the Intel chip vulnerability. Intel has detailed today that four new exploits named Zombie Load make almost every chip it has made since 2011 vulnerable to attacks. Zombie Load has some similarities to the meltdown and spectrum bags we saw last year. Apple has already patched the vulnerabilities with yesterday's macOS 10.14.5 update. As reported by TechCrunch, security researchers have discovered what they are calling a new class of vulnerabilities in Intel chips going back to 2011 and can also be used against virtual machines. As described by CPU Fail, here's how the attack works. The zombie load attack resurrects your private browsing history and other sensitive data. It allows to leak information from other applications, the operating system, virtual machines in the cloud and trusted execution environments. Like Spectre and Meltdown, zombie load attacks leverage weaknesses in speculative execution and some of the same security researchers who discovered Meltdown and Spectre reported to the new zombie load vulnerabilities to Intel. Zombie load as it's called is a side channel attack targeting Intel chips allowing hackers 
to effectively exploit design flaws rather than injecting malicious code. Intel said Zombie Load is made up of four bugs which the researchers reported to the chip maker just a month ago. One of the researchers, Daniel Gross, told TC that these are advanced attacks sitting in difficulty between Spectre and Meltdown to execute. These are far from drive-by exploits where an attacker can take over your computer in in an instant. Gross said it was easier than Spectre but more difficult than Meltdown to exploit and both required a specific set of skills and effort to use in an attack. There haven't been any publicly known examples of zombie load being used maliciously, but it's still a good idea to update your Mac software. Intel already released microcode updates and Apple has implemented them in yesterday's macOS update. Apple has also high Sierra and Sierra security updates for zombie load as well. Intel did say that performance may take a minor hit up to 3% but that most users won't notice any changes with the patch installed. Data centers on the other hand could, could see performance drop as much as 9%. You can read TechCrunch's full article on our website. Last but not least, we have the latest iOS 12.4 developer beta released ahead of Apple Card launch. With iOS 12.3 out of beta as of Monday, Apple is moving on to iOS 12.4 developer beta for iPhone and iPad, macOS developer beta for Mac, tvOS developer beta for Apple TV, and watchOS developer beta for Apple Watch are also available. iOS 12.4 is likely the first software release that will support Apple Card, the new Apple Pay credit card with some special features inside the wallet app on the iPhone. Apple Card was first announced on March 25th ahead of a summer launch in the United States. We don't have much information about it, but we'll update our coverage if anything specific changes are discovered in the beta. Apple also released iOS 12.3 for all customers this week. The release includes the all-new Apple TV app with the new Apple TV channels feature for subscribing directly to video services. iOS 12.3 also supports AirPlay 2 to smart TVs that work with the Apple feature. Apple's major developer conference kicks off in just two and a half weeks on June 3rd in San Jose where Apple will unveil iOS 13, watchOS 6, and macOS 10.15 and much more. That means we'll likely see major new developer betas on that same day before iOS 12.4 is out of beta. What's new? No visual changes discovered so far, but we'll dig in deeper and update with any discoveries. That was the top stories from TechCast and TechDoms working together to give you the best ones this week. Stay tuned for more. Be sure to like and subscribe to our Twitter and Facebook, also on Instagram. And we'll be back again for you next Sunday.
Thank you all and have a good, great day.